Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen to you. You're about to listen to Fire for Today, your daily audio devotional by our dearly esteemed man of God, the Apostle Raphael Agadama, inspired by the Holy Spirit for your growth and victory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Let your word be strong. Let your spirit be heavy. Let your hand be swift tonight. We're asking you to bring smiles to the faces of those who have been bedridden with sadness and sorrow. I'm asking you to send help to those who are in trouble. Kai lepo rasina mande kabodos lendo sharadis na vita kuhafita balas. Let this word come upon every dry ground and cause water to break forth in the name of Jesus. Everyone under the sound of my voice, let them come under the influence of the Holy Ghost. Let them come under the shadow of the Spirit of God. Lataka, that shadow that eradicates sickness. That shadow that puts an end to sorrow. That shadow that confuses and confiscates and makes mockery of the works of the devil. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, we give you praise. Let my words come with power. Let these words be your words in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Wow. It is always an awesome thing to to stand before God's people and bring God's word. It is a place of the highest form of honor for God to speak through you to his people. Because we have seen time and time again that what God does in a generation is to separate a man, separate that man, work on that man, pour himself into that man, breathe upon that man, and then present that man to a generation as his showpiece, as his um, prototype, so that whatever he has done in that man, he will be able to do in others as they listen to that man. So I'm trusting God that by his mercies, as these words come to you, it will do the desired work which is transforming you, bringing you to a place of intimacy, a place of power, a place of consecration, a place of understanding, and a place of the miraculous. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Resisting the devil. Resisting the devil. Many times you must have heard, you must have heard of this um, this phrase you must have heard this word and if you are a believer and a student of God's word you must have read that scripture so we are going to go there James chapter 4 verse 7 it says submit yourselves on therefore to God submit yourselves therefore to God and he goes ahead to say, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist the devil 
and he will flee from you. Wow. There are many, many sides to this thing. Many applications to this scripture and we can dwell here for days. Then after we are done feasting on this word, we'll see the devil's campaign. We'll see the miraculous power of God. We'll see the supernatural power of God made evident. Because the truth that you know will make you free. The truth doesn't set you free. The truth makes you free. Because the difference between being set free and being made free, there's a very big difference, a very big gap. How do I know? I want you to travel with me and let's picture a man who has been in bounds, a man who is in chains, a man who is who has been accosted and has been grounded. And that person is in chains. That person is in prison. If I go there and I take the chains off the person, I open the door for the person and I say, today I set you free. And he walks out. It is very, very possible that after a while, I can still find that person back in chains and in a prison and in captivity. It may not be that same prison, maybe another one. Because we've seen time and time again how thieves or how slaves were captured by one master and set free. And then another while they were traveling, another person captures them again. And that's how their journey continues from one form of captivity to another. They were set free at some point. They may buy their freedom at another point. In the history, the slave history of Africa, the transatlantic uh, slave trade, you would discover that certain slaves tried to buy their freedom. And even when they did, they only bought it from that master who they were with. It means that another person who does not have a business with that bargain can see that slave and capture that slave and enslave him again. So the truth that you know does not set free. The truth does not set free. The Bible says it will make you free. So what does it mean to make someone free? After the chains have been taken off you, the door has been opened for you to go. Then you are now equipped with the necessary equipment, with the necessary instruments, with the necessary arms and ammunition, and every information you need to ensure that you stay free and ensure that you cannot go into captivity again. That's what it means to be made free. That is why I laugh. I see a lot of um, things on TV today, a lot of things on the social media. 
uh, you know all your deliverance ministers <laughs> and you you see how that a demon is cast out of somebody and okay the person is now free according to them that person has been set free if you do not get that person indoctrinated into God's word filled with the Holy Spirit set on fire baptized into Jesus you discover that after a while that person is back into the same captivity or even greater because the Bible says that the demon will go and look for seven who are more stubborn and wicked than himself and they will come back to that same house what it means is that you set that person free in the name of Jesus you didn't make the person free how do you make someone free by giving them truth hi Kabbalata how do you make somebody free it is by giving them truth by giving them the information that changes their life the information that keeps them strong empowered that information that makes them unbeatable that makes them untouchable that makes them a wonder to their world so stop going about setting people free they will still come back to that same church with that or even a worse demon why because the main job has not been done the heart the soul the spirit is vacant you must feel that place you sent out something from you must fill it in with God fill it in with the word fill it in with prayer fill it in with faith-filled words hallelujah so the truth you know will make you free hmm. so it says submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you resist the devil and he will flee from you so let's begin on this note how that the first instruction here for the believer is to submit yourself it didn't say that God is going to make you submissive no scripture didn't say that you should pray so that God can make you submissive scripture did not say that it is God's job to bring you under subjection no the reason why is because God has made you and he gave you a will and until you present your will and submit it to God God cannot do anything about your will it's only those who have submitted themselves to God submitted their will to God then God can now begin to will and to do of his good pleasure inside of them that's why you have your will you can choose to say no to the Holy Spirit you can choose to say no to Jesus you can choose to say I am not going to do it God cannot force you God cannot compel you all he does is to keep on pressing is to keep on saying that word to you is to keep on sending messages and at a point your soul breaks your spirit says okay yes and the bible says that um isaiah was speaking was it isaiah now said i i heard and he was saying who 
will go for us and whom shall i send then i said here am i send me god doesn't send somebody who is not willing he first looks for your willingness Catherine Kuhlman said something she said God does not use God does not need golden vessels God does not need silver vessels he needs yielded vessels God needs yielded vessels as like how do I, how do I explain this now God prefers a yielded vessel than a golden vessel that is not yielded you understand me you can have all the skill you can have all the oratory skill you can have all the charisma you can know the, your bible from you know from pali to pali like they say but then if you are not yielded you have no use to the master god wants somebody he can he can use he can instruct he can guide he can say don't go and the person won't go he can say come back and the person will come back not because the person does not have the free will to make those decisions but because he has submitted his will to god and that him says and i and my will be lost in thine draw me nearer nearer blessed lord to thy precious bleeding side says and my will will be lost in yours it's not as though i don't have a will of my own anymore i have a will but i've decided to submit that will to the lordship of jesus so now whatever jesus is jesus will will that will now be my will that's why paul said that i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ that now lives in me so i need you to understand these things because a lot of believers are tongue speaking they are prayer and fasting um, professors but they don't understand when it comes to the issue of submission when it comes to the issue of what of submission so the most important journey for you as a believer is to first submit submit yourself God's not going to do it for you the Holy Ghost is not going to do it's not going to do it for you you have got to do it you've got to oh thank you Holy Spirit what did Paul say he said I beat my body and I make it my slave else after i have preached this good news i will become a castaway so i force my body i take authority and dominion over my body over my soul over my mind and i bring it under the subjection of christ jesus and i say obey jesus i tell my flesh obey jesus i tell my soul obey jesus david said my soul magnify the lord my spirit praise his name he was giving clear instructions to his soul so we must come to that place where we understand these things because we can go about making noise jumping up and down the reason why there will not be effective power there will not be tremendous power is because the man who god wants to use is not yet submitted because you can still make your own decisions 
you can still make your own plans. You can wake up in the morning and say, I don't like this apartment, I want to change it. Because you have the means. Many people who claim to be submitted to the will of the Holy Spirit are actually not. Because it is because they do not have any other choice at that time. It's because they do not, when there is enough money in your bank account and you can get anything you need at your beck and call, you will discover if you are truly submitted to the Holy Spirit or not. Because you don't need to pray for certain things anymore. You can just make a call and they will bring it to the house. You can make a call and then you are flying out already. You can just make a call and a reservation is being made. So you will now discover that at that point you will know if you are truly submitted to the Holy Spirit or not. It takes a man who has many options that many buttons he can press and the answer will come. It takes a submitted man to still leave all those options and come to the Holy Spirit and say, what are you saying? That is being submissive. That's why when scripture says, wives, submit to your husbands, scripture is talking about you can be a smart money woman, a boss lady, having servants made at your beck and call. You are in charge. You are independent in the sense that you make your own money and anything given to you is an addendum and you you appreciate it as a show of love. It will now take such a woman to be submissive it is submission that will make her now say, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. What do you say? Because there's a difference between asking for permission and telling because you already have made up your mind on what to do. Some of us, we tell God our plans. We say, God, now I want to um, I want to get that car now. Um, I'll go to New Jersey next week. Then um, I'm thinking about um, firing this, my maid. Um, I don't like the way she has been acting lately. And then um, I think I should um, make some investment in coal and um, coal, the coal industry or, you know. Please bless these decisions and let it be fruitful in Jesus' name. Amen. You just told God what you want to do. You didn't ask. You didn't for his opinion you didn't seek and many times in the place of prayer it is where we 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 silence our voice and increase the volume of god's voice in our ears are you hearing me child of god that's what we do when we bring the holy spirit what we do is we bring ourselves into submission bring ourselves into alignment it is this kind of man that is aligned it is this kind of man that is submitted it is this kind of man that is prostrate before the lord and his will has been swallowed up in god's will it is this kind of man that scripture says james says when you resist the devil he will flee from you (laughs) a lot of people want to do a lot of resisting but they've not done a lot of submitting your submission is directly proportional to the power you have to resist. Reverend Joe Olaya said the thing. Oh, I love him. I love, I love this man of God. Reverend Joe Olaya of the Living Faith Foundation said, he said, 
when you are under authority you become authorized when you are under authority you become authorized a lot of believers just want to run helter skelter speaking tongues get things done you just want to show yourself a lot of young people too are susceptible to this thing you just want to you just want to keep acting you want to perform but if you are submit, submitted to God, to the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Truth, you will know that certain things are not necessary. Certain shows we do today, they are not necessary. Because you have the means doesn't mean you should go ahead. Because you have the means, it is when you have the means and you still come back to God and say, should I or should I not? That is submission. It is such a man that can wield God's power. What we have seen today is not yet power. There's more that's found in God. <laughs> it's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. Oh, it's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. So we must come to that place where we understand the beauty, the beauty of submission. So we have come to that place where we must know that God has given us power. He has put all these things in our hands. It is in our hands. It is only a wise child that will now come back and say, how do you want me to spend this thing you gave to me? That was the error of the lost son. His father gave him all that belonged to him. And he felt that that is independence. That is freedom. Many times you think that you got saved so that you will be free. God made you. He had. He has made you. Oh, oh Kabbalah. Tia Sando. See. When. True freedom. True freedom. Is actually in God. It is not that freedom you have in your mind that, okay, now I can do anything I want to do. No. It is that kind of freedom that I can do anything I want to do, but I have learned enough to stand and wait and hear his voice. That is true freedom. A lot of believers are waiting for the time. You say, okay, now we can do anything. No. Your will must be lost in his own. So that his words will become your very words. So that his direction will become your direction. So that where he goes will become where you go. We are in a time and a season where everybody wants to make their own decision. Wants to do their own stuff. It is only that man that understands that everything I have has been given to me by God. 
he is my lord my father and the commander in chief is that man that knows that okay authority has been given to me but now i'm submitting this authority back to god just like i spoke about the wife who will submit everything that has been given to her by the husband and she would submit it to the husband not to say take it basically is to let you know you are my head and although i have access to all these resources what you say is what i would do So God has given you authority. He has given you dominion. He has given you power. But he expects that you bring all of that and put it in his hands. Another example is the example of the child. While we were much younger as, as young children, as teenagers and all of that, people will give us money. Am I correct? They will give us money. They will give us tips. Sometimes during festive seasons, oh, take this money, oh, take this money, oh, happy Christmas, oh, happy New Year, oh, happy Easter, and all of that. When they do that, the money is yours. And many times your parents will watch to see what you will do. If you bring that money back to them, or you just keep it, how you will know a child who is now submitted is that the child brings everything given to him. There are some children who feel that their parents do not have their best interest at heart. So whatever is given to them, they squander it and keep it before they get home. We also have such children in the church today. That you are afraid to give your tithe, it means that you are not submitted. That you cannot give your offerings, you cannot give your tithe, you cannot sow seed, you cannot give your first fruit. It shows you are not submitted. It means that you do not trust God enough. He has given you. He said 10% and you are shaking because you do not trust in his almightiness. You do not trust that he is really your father. And beyond that 10%, he gave you the 100 and he can give you 200, 300, 400, 500. God doesn't want to eat your money. He said, if, if I were hungry, I would not tell you. A, a cattle upon a thousand hills, they belong to me. I would just slay one ram, slay one cow, slay five and eat. If I were the type that needed to eat those things. But why I'm asking you to bring these things is because that is a sign of submission. A man whose finances has not been submitted to God is a man who is not yet submitted. You will not break out. You will not see that break, big break you are looking for. Your finances must be submitted to God in honor that God is priority first before any other thing. They are still begging you, chasing you with cane. Pay your tithe, pay your tithe. Carl, Lumia Salo. Jesus does not own you yet. Now another scenario about this issue of submission is a place in scripture where Paul spoke about himself being a bond servant of Jesus Christ travel with me again on a journey of imagination a bond servant according to scripture and according to the Greek and Hebrew mythology for you to be a bond servant, it means that you have worked 
as a servant under your master for a long time. You have worked enough to earn your freedom and your master has told you you are now free to go. But within the time you have worked with your master, you have discovered that you love him, you honor him, and you have found him to become family and his place to become your place. And like Ruth and Naomi, you say, where you go, I will go. Where you die, I will die. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. And as a servant, you've gotten to that place. Now your master says, it's time for you to go. You are now free to go. Go and enjoy your life. Go and make your family. Go and live your own life. But you said, like Peter, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. So you, as a servant, you've been free. You have been set free to go. But you say, no, I want to be your servant for life. Then your master will now take you and put a stamp or a mark on you to state that I set him to go. But he said he wants to stay with me for life. Now, take my mark. That is the act of submission. There is a mark that God will put on you as a child of God when you are submitted. He said, I will give you, I will write my name, I will inscribe my name. You can carry his presence. Like a walking, moving bulldozer. You can shake nations when you just mention his name. If only you can be submitted. So scripture says here. He says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The second part is the very easy part. It is very easy if the first part is in play. That sickness will not resist your words if you are submitted to God. Those demons, they will not hang around if you are submitted to God. And because you are submitted to God, you will now discover that your body is the temple of God. You can't use it anyhow. You can't just decide, okay, because of the weather, I'm feeling this way. Let's now go and commit funny occasion. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't just wake up and decide, hey, oh, the way I'm feeling now, let's just go and climb an adult tree. And so you are committing adultery because you feel like, no, now that you are submitted to the Lord Jesus, you can't just feel like your life is now his life. What he says is now authority. What his word is now law and binding on you. For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that lives in me. So when you see believers who can just stand up and say, and say things like, um, I will never forgive you. You know that that one is not submitted. Because the law of the spirit of life will not allow you to stay in unforgiveness. So, complete submission will result in unlimited power. And we saw that in the life of Jesus. He said consistently, the son can of himself do nothing except what he sees the father do. 
doesn't mean that the son does not have power to do anything. No. It means that the power God has given to him, he has submitted it to God and said, until you say, I will not say. Until you go, I will not go. Until you do, I will not do. That's the kind of believers that will wield God's power in these days and time. I, as a believer, I just stand up and say, it's my life. You don't have a life. You don't. And until you understand this, you will walk in very limited power, very limited resources. Your finances, you think it is yours. So you are guarding it, you are holding it, you are, you are waiting for pastor to come and beg you, waiting for church to beg you. You need to see that your brethren are suffering and they will bow before you before you now remove some chicken change and give them. You are not submitted yet because you understand that your money is God's money. And what do you have that was not given unto you? Look at that man. The Bible said he expanded his bands. He had a bountiful harvest. He broke the band, enlarged everywhere, and sat down, began to drink wine. And he said to his soul, he said, Rejoice, rejoice. <laughs> and God said, Thou fool, tonight your soul will be required of you. What is it that you have that God did not give you? It is because you don't trust God yet and you are not completely submitted to him. That's why you think that he will mismanage your life. And that fear is of the devil. It makes you to now want to live independently of God. True freedom is when you are in submission. Because many times, as a child, I told you the picture of that child. When you bring that money back to your parents that was given to you, even though they were not aware, many times it's not because they don't have money or they need that your money it's because you have decided that you are now a submitted child and you cannot do anything outside of your parents knowledge they will begin to mark you from that day begin to trust you more and see you as a reasonable person and if there's anything that is to be given they will remember you first why because You've honored them and you showed them that you are accountable. A believer that wants to live his life outside Christ says, my life, I can do anything I want. No. You don't know what it means to be born again. It's that you are, you are born again. Your old life is dead. Now, this new life is the life of Jesus. Paul said many times, I want to go and do this, but the, the, the Spirit restrained us. How many times has the Holy Spirit restrained you? You is anywhere, Beleface. You are moving, you are moving, you are doing what you think is right. Will you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit so that the day when you will need to resist that devil, he will not be able to say no? Because you cannot wield authority if you are not under authority. That was why the demons, <laughs> you know, people say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. It is not just by saying, in the name of Jesus. Are you submitted? The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs in, they are saved. When you run in, it means you are under submission. What God says to you, you take as law and order. So it's not about just shouting, in the name of Jesus. Haven't you heard people shout that name? And it looks as if nothing happened. Because 
when you are not under submission that name although the most powerful name in the whole universe it will not bring forth power for you because what brought about the power that we see today it was Jesus submitting himself even to the death on the cross he had the power he said don't you know that I can tell my father to give me legions 12 legions how many legions of angels he knew the exact numbers of angels that can finish just finish all those guys at that at that point he said keep your sword don't worry yourself don't call down fire you don't know the sons of who you are you don't just do things anyhow we don't just you don't just curse somebody because you feel like you're angry I will curse you I will curse you you know the kind of spirit that is inside of you do you know do you know I've been in <laughs> been in ministry for quite for a decade now and I've not received, I've not had been in that disposition where I have to say, okay, I place a curse on. No. There's a spirit in man. It's that spirit that is moving you, that spirit that is leading you, that spirit that is having the say over you. You can't just wake up and do things on your own. Can you see the reason why some things are not working out for you? Some of your prayers are not being answered. Some doors are not being opened for you. Because you are independent, you are living independent of the Zoe of God. That's Zoe life. So how will God commit more things into your care, knowing that you don't even come to Him to know how you should live your life? You don't check His word to know how what the next step to take. He said you will hear a voice behind you saying, "This is the way. Walk in it." When last did you hear His voice telling you this is how to do it? Because you don't, you move without hearing. You make your choices, you make your decisions. Are you a son? Or you are a bastard child? He says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Do you notice that Jesus never struggled with any demon? Never struggled with any sickness, any disease? Out and they're out. Get out and they leave. It's so swift and so quick, it looked like magic. And to some believers, they are like, ah, it's because it's Jesus. No, it's because he, he is submitted. He was 100% God, 100% man. Yet he placed everything he had at the disposal of the master. The believer is never as high as when he's on his knees. You know that song? It says, down at your feet, O Lord. Is the most high place in your presence, Lord? I seek your face. I seek your face. There is no higher calling and no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. I'm amazed at your glory. I'm dazed by your mercy, O oh God. I live to worship you. Where does your allegiance lie? Who is your commander-in-chief? You are still commanding yourself. You are still making all the decisions. You are still choosing how you go in and how you come out. 
and you want to wield power. You are still choosing how you, you eat your meals. You are still the one in charge of your appetite. I, I want this, I can have it. I want this, I can have it. God is not yet master over your appetite. He's not master over your flesh. He's not master over your, your body. He can't tell you, not now. Don't watch the movie now. Spend time on my word. No. He can't tell you, don't go out today. Ah, you say, all my friends are meeting today. Today, we are going to be outside. <laughs> Do you know what it means for him to be Lord? <laughs> you don't know. You just say things. You just confess things you don't know. He's Lord of Lords. He's King of Kings. Archbishop Benson Idahosa said, if Jesus is not going to be, if he's not Lord of all, then he's not Lord at all. Can he be Lord of all your life? Not just some part. Both the friends you keep, both the things you say, both the movies you watch, both how you eat, how you spend your money, how you live your life. That is when you will see real power. Because real power is given in the place of complete submission. So the son can of himself do nothing. Save that which he sees the father do. Father, we thank you for your word. Everyone who has listened right now, as we begin to pray, help us to come into alignment. Remember, you need to submit yourself, force yourself, put yourself under the dictates and the commands of Jesus. It may not be easy at first, but after a while, your body will blend, your mind will blend, your soul will blend. I want you to go ahead and pray. Say, Father, I am your own. <laughs> when Theophilus began to sing that song, a lot of people sing it not knowing what it means. I am your own. I am your own. Until the day you will come, I am your own. If you leave me now, where will I go? If you leave me now, how will I stand? Jesus, Jesus, you are my anchor for life. Go ahead and pray. Check those places where you are not, not in complete submission and in obedience to Christ. Chris Delvin says he's walking everything. He's breaking everything. He's uprooting everything. He's building everything in obedience to Christ. The Bible says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself above the knowledge of Christ. Anything that you want to do, now it looks as if you don't need God or you don't need Jesus or you don't need the Holy Ghost or his counsel. That thing is, is a stronghold. It needs to be brought down. Shalabako Jobre Kemampatadi Azuzian Kalo Hamantete Igoba Zeko Rafandiato Mama Mama Mashalbahai Koliadias. You have access, you have access to my life, you have access to my finances, you have access to my to my thoughts, you have access to my schedule, you have access. I am yours, everything, everything I have, everything I own belongs to you. Babande, Lakubahata, Lego Shepherdas. Where you go, I go. Where you stay, I stay. Where you pray, I pray. Kabo, Kaliate, Higi, Zazandul, Kalbe, Beberiatinash. I am your own. I am your own. I am your own. Do to me what you want. 
do to me what you want. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Kopapasita mamante tekiza koliandala bahuja. Oh, bara, bara, wante kamola. Thank you, Father. I decree the blessings of God upon you. The mercy of God speaks for you. I decree that a way is made for you in the wilderness. Water is bursting out from the rock for you. You are not alone. In the name of the Lord Jesus, everywhere you've struggled before, now the mercy of God permits that place and causes everywhere to be soft for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, help has come for you. Wisdom has come for you. Wisdom has come for you. You act with the wisdom of God. Yes, the leadings of God's spirit directing your steps to where, where help is. And everything that has stood like a mountain before you, now they fall before you like a pack of cards because the hand of God is upon you. In the name of Jesus, be lifted, be blessed. This is your hour and your season of power. This is your finest hour and your season of power. I call you blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. My name is Raphael Lagadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. Remember, do not be afraid. Only believe. Shalom. You have been listening to Apostle Raphael Agadama, the visionary and team lead of Trails of Fire International. We are sure you have been blessed. To get more messages, subscribe to our Telegram channel at Trails of Fire International. You can also test or call our hotline on plus 234-912-309. 0678 or send an email to trails of fire international at yahoo.com god bless you